you're talking about like we're first thinking about how KC people are not very not kind of stupid but then like you think another angle to approach this topic it's like so one of the reasons why we think they're stupid is because they don't like they haven't fully discovered the idea of the self like so an ideal of a kind of student Mm -hmm. and that type of student which i think um most of us either can relate to that kind of student Mm -hmm. more 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 or less to to a certain extent Mm -hmm. so that type of students it's like um they are very capable they're very Mm -hmm. dedicated yeah and they're dedicated to things like their academics their extracurricular Mm -hmm. but in the sense that um a big part of it it's because um they were told to to do so not necessarily in a very um, violent and physical sense like your 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 parents or someone else is forcing you to do it like literally pointing a gun at your head and telling you to do it but Mm -hmm. it's more of an um softer influence like you've been raised in this uh, environment to that, be told what you should you're supposed to do yes or like in in that environment these are the things that are valued mm-hmm. and therefore you will want to strive for for that thing mm-hmm. so but then one problem is that is that once you're doing that you're only catering towards the need of your um let's say your your group or that particular environment that you're in and mm-hmm. you're not so much caring about what you personally want because mm-hmm. the big problem is like yes we all live in a society that's true and these um these um, in the society they are um things that are more valued than others so let's say you will be more socially respected if you're a doctor or a lawyer than mm-hmm. if you're a let's say a street sweeper for example mm-hmm. yeah so but but then like here's the problem like um everyone's different we all have our strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. so so you have, you have to figure out like that identity of the self it's like what what you're good at or what you want to do mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what um a lot of people that i see that are are, are lacking in that aspect yeah they haven't found what they personally are good at doing mm-hmm. and also what they personally want to do mm-hmm. yes like they're self-identity they're playing to the mold of society uh-huh. but you need something like your extra touch to it your personal yes, touch to exactly. it exactly they haven't found that yes yeah. so um i want to talk about that um process of well not 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 necessarily about how you can find your self-identity mm-hmm. but it's like um after you have that like what separates people like um um, those who have a conscious self than those who are just um, sort of just blindly following um, these, let's say, expectations. Mm-hmm. So, that's why. Okay, yeah. So, um, I think one big part of it is about um, finding inspiration. Like, like that's the topic that I want to, uh, like, focus on. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you find inspiration on on like um i wouldn't say just things but how do you find the things that you actually want to do and and how do you stick to it and and mm-hmm. and how do you just it's like how do you turn your interest into something that you, you can actually do yeah so it's about finding it and also how to stick to it and mm-hmm. make it grow into something larger so yeah um, to give a more concrete example of that it's like uh, let's say you watch a movie Mm-hmm. And like you're, so let's say you're watching like a racing movie, like 
what was it from? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that's you're watching that, and you're、mm-hmm. very fascinated、mm-hmm. about driving and racing. So, how do you turn that fascination into like a a proper like race、um, race car driving hobby, or even a p- potential、um, professional career? Like, how how does that whole process work?、Mm-hmm. So, yeah,、um, inspiration. You have your inspiration. Do you look into it? Yes.、Uh, any means. So you like watch videos, do research,、mm-hmm. and then try to see where you're at and、mm-hmm. how you can play into that whole community. Exactly. So like, here's like a funny thing, because、mm-hmm. if you want inspiration, then you have to do things. Oh, so first of all, you have to not only be mentally open about things, so you have to have an open attitude, but also you have to. Specifically, dedicate time to push yourself to experience new things、mm-hmm. and like do what other people consider useless. Yeah, wasting your time exactly to test out new stuff. And that's what's that's what I think is a one of the biggest reasons why、mm-hmm. that's so difficult. It's because people don't find that to be very meaningful, or、mm-hmm. at least in the most traditional sense, productive. Yes, yes, yes. And that's 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 especially the case for. Um, at least in my experience,、mm-hmm. that's that's the case for students who don't perform well academically,、mm-hmm. or don't perform so well because、um, what they're told is like you have to fix your fix your grades, you know, fix your academics first before you try to branch out into other things.、Mm-hmm. But I I I I I personally don't think that's the right attitude to to go about that.、Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people don't see the value in. I'm having a good balance between your work stuff, even though、mm-hmm. if, if your work is not going so well, like your like your grades, for example,、mm-hmm. and also trying to op- be open to new new experiences, to traveling, going to new places, you know,、mm-hmm. like, listening to new types of music, like like stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that's one of the reasons why I think it's very hard for people to do that, and why people should start doing it.、Mm-hmm. Actually, some、uh, something I want to talk about it's like extracurricular activities. Yeah. I think it used to be like to show you're not just about academic,、mm-hmm. but now it's just turned into another form of academic. Yes, and not really to show that you have other interests other than academic. I feel like the the part of it is well, of course, yes. Parents encourage us, or like、mm-hmm. not only parents, but you know, like if you're in Kang Chow, then you're very much encouraged to participate in extracurricular activities. Yeah. But the 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 the, the thing that separates something that's your own, that that you know you can take it as personally meaningful,、mm-hmm. and something that's just you know you're doing it just because you're being told、mm-hmm. is the is the element of whether you're conscious of doing it or not.、Mm-hmm. It's like, are you doing it? For a personal cause, for a personal reason, like are you personally getting something out of it other than just you know boosting your grades, you know、mm-hmm. looking good on a resume? Feel like that's very, very important. And yeah, like from from this point on, to talk about how to find inspiration and how to、mm-hmm. let's say、um, grow it into something substantial. Yeah, I I kind of want to do it from like a personal standpoint.、Mm-hmm. So like I think the two of us we can talk about. You know, like, what is our what what are our like what are some of our passions? Yeah, and also like, how do we find it, and like, how do we kind of stuck to it? Like, even、mm-hmm. even when we have things like 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 academics or like college application to worry about.、Mm-hmm. So you're, I think you're pretty interested in politics. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? So it's 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 natural. It's a.、Mm-hmm. 
natural progression. I'd say it stems from from M U N. Yeah, it's just um, like my interest in politics is not so much in the in the sense that you know I want to become like a like a leader or I want to you know play with power or mm. I, I I I want to be a a powerful person. It's mm. not so much of that. Um, for me, I've always been a quite a curious person, mm. like um, in terms of my personality. So, like w- one thing that I l- like to do myself is like when I walk on the street is like I I like to look at people. Yeah, yeah. So like I see what they do. Yeah, how so, they do one. Yes, yes. So to give some concrete examples, like I'll look at their uh, left hand if they have a ring on their. Um, let me think. It's not the index, not the middle. Ring finger. Yes, if they have a ring on their ring finger, then that means they're probably married. Mm-hmm. If they're wearing, if they're also wearing a watch on their left hand, on, on their left wrist, then that probably means they're right-handed. If the face, if the watch face is facing in, inward, yes, they're probably a soldier. Or, mm-hmm. um, what? I forgot what it is about, but like, if you what, if you wear your watch in, inward, yeah, and it's like. I forgot what it's about, but it's it means something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like things like that, I I watch for that. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is just because I want to understand like how how this world works. Mm-hmm. It's like I I I I I understand that you know like for me personally, I have a schedule, I have a routine. Like in terms of like I have to go to school, I have to fulfill these responsibilities like these things in my personal realm i i I do understand Mm -hmm. but if you expand that further onto like a whole country or like a whole society like how do people interact with each other why do they interact with each other why do they interact in a certain way like that's Mm -hmm. that i don't know so i try to build an an understanding of that it's yeah so we if we talk about it in a more academic sense it's like you're trying to build your own worldview so yeah um so once you try to do that, like for me personally, I, I, I find, um, um, I guess the most effective approach to it is through politics because mm-hmm. um, politics actually also relates to a lot of different things. Like politics is heavily um, um, connected to things like social issues so, mm-hmm. and also heavily connected to re- re- religion and also ties to economics. So these things actually, they pretty much just dominate um, the basic tenets of our life. Mm-hmm. So if you take an, an, an adult, for example, mm-hmm. their moral values will show on how they react to social issues. Yeah. So if they think capital punishment should be abolished because killing people no matter what is wrong, then that that reflects on their moral value. Mm-hmm. If, they th- if they are, let's say, um, they believe in the and the Christian faith, and they believe mm-hmm. a- abortion is wrong, then that reflects their religious values. And you know, um, let let's say you know they think that um, countries like the United States should keep their their factory, their manufacturing jobs in the states, and not you know um, take it to some other countries because they actually work in those factories. Then that also reflects their social economic status. So, you know, through like politics, because like all, all of these issues, they're, they're, they're political issues. Mm-hmm. Like these things are being heavily debated um, in a lot of the legislatures around the world. Mm-hmm. And so I think through the means of politics, it really allows me to look at the world that way. Okay. 
And yeah, so that's that's where I find my interest. So that for me is something that allows me to branch out. And that also provides me with a very personal reason. It's like for me to do MUN, like well, at, at least later down, later down the road, let's say um, after I've been doing it for like, like a few years, like mm-hmm. I found my own personal reason to it. It's because okay. I have this curiosity and I want to understand the world and, mm-hmm. and through MUN, it's quite effective. Uh, but then, and, and I, I don't, I'm not in politics because I just want to be a powerful person or I, I want to, um, you know, just have it to look good on the college resume. So like, that's my, that's how my personal identity, my self identity reflects mm-hmm. through what I do. Yeah. And how about you? Well, I'm in, tr- I, this is similar to yours. I like during lunchtime, I sit in my seat. I watch around and watch people eat or watch people talk to each other and observe and identify what they're doing and the conflict, what they're talking about. So um, if anyone does look at any picture I do, it's mostly observant. I like to observe people doing stuff and not noticing me and just people in their natural habit doing stuff. And for me, film does a lot of that. Um, it's conflict. Recognizing conflict and how dialogue and conversation push forward the story and, the, and again, the conflict. It's why I like to make film is it interests me from, from just a natural standpoint. Of it's the most, to me, it's the most realistic form of art that reflects the human experience. So you see stuff, you hear sound, and then like it, you're only limited by like the score box. Everything beside that, it's the most realistic experience that you can recreate uh, compared to the human experience. Mm-hmm. So doing that, if I can make something that I see turn into film, and I, when that's actually later down the line, but film as a medium really attracts me because, again, it's the most realistic stuff. And then when I watch, I think it was around like 7 to 10 or 12, it's when I see, when I watch a film, after that, it can move me, and like I, my interests change based on what film I just watched, mm-hmm. and how film affects people, and that's what hooks me into it of how how that a film can affect a human being, mm-hmm. and how art can influence people, and then later down the road when I start getting into filmmaking, I start uh, putting what I personally do into how I make film. Mm-hmm. So again, with the observant. Uh, filmmaking, what I would call it, is just, uh, if you have watched any of David Fincher's film, he says mm-hmm. the audience is pervert. They like to look into stuff that they're curious about other people like. Mm-hmm. I think it's true. So that's why most of uh, my photography, it's very observant. There's l- harsh vignetting. Mm-hmm. It's, you're like peeking into it and you're trying to hide yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's also very still because in real life you don't move that much. Mm-hmm. And so I apply like my personal philosophy and how I do stuff, how I view the world, literally, mm-hmm. not just from an ideological standpoint, but like literally how I stand there and look at each other uh, to other people in the room mm-hmm. and how they behave. I try to capture that in film because I feel like who I am and what I personally do, it's a unique viewpoint that can be reflected. And by doing that, by recreating what I see, and how I think about those stuff into film and to get more people understanding what I do 
like that's a good thing to do because I don't feel like personally people often get me or what True. I do, how I see stuff. So if I can, so that's why I feel like books or like music, it's not clear enough because it can be interpreted in the wrong way. Although that works the same for movies, mm-hmm. it's the most apparent. It's still literally what you see, what you hear, and what the story is about. Mm-hmm. Here, this is what I look. Uh, this is what I see. If you don't watch this, you'll almost solely get it, what I see. Mm-hmm. You can agree or disagree with me on that, but you know how I view it now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm into movies. And I want, it's just pushing for people to understand me through movies. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that for you is a personal cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So that is in terms of what we're passionate in, like, how we found how we found it or that's more like how we built it how we build upon it i don't think you just find it and it clicks it's more a slow process of True. okay i'm interested in this one and it slowly develops to something mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um let me think mm, so then let's go back to talk a little bit more about how to find things that you're interested in per se so mm-hmm. i think one thing you have to take for given is that you have to take time out of your regular daily schedule to go out and explore mm-hmm. um, both physically and in terms of the information that you that you absorb. So it's like like one concrete exercise that I do these days is mm-hmm. I just get rid of the social media apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. So currently there's only Line and Gmail. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's nothing else. There's no Instagram. And then I try to get all of the the things that I would usually get on Instagram through through other sources. Mm. So that um, also um, opens my perspective a, a little bit. Mm. And also, you know, like like on weekends, for example, like when I was still in high school, I'll purpose, purposely go out to do street photography, mm. not because I'm particularly good at it, but because that forces me to see more more of the world. Mm. And, you know, like through real life I- interaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's a very um, visceral, would that be too hard of a word? No, it's okay. Mm. Yeah, so it's a very visceral and very um, surreal I- experience for me. So that helps to find what you want to do. And that can be done through any means. It's just like mm. you watch new types of movie, the movie mm. that you, you usually wouldn't watch, listen to new types of music. If you're into reading, then read some more. You explore something you don't know about. Yeah, mm. it, 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 exactly. Even just, you know, like clicking into things that's not recommended on your own YouTube page. Mm. Yeah, that even that would help. Yeah, so that's kind of the basic idea about trying to find i guess trying to find what inspires you mm-hmm. yeah so because it, it's exactly quite a natural process because mm-hmm. if you found it then that thing just comes to you it just clicks yeah. i don't know how to describe that very instinctual um feeling in, mm-hmm. in terms of words but you know it when you see it or when you yeah. experience it yeah you just need to dedicate a, a certain amount of time to essentially waste your time not wasting but it's a very it's, it it seems like it's wasting but it's gonna pay off later yes yes yeah if you view it from like a realistic standpoint you're wasting your time but you need that process of doing nothing or doing something that you won't normally do mm-hmm. to explore yourself exactly and finding what you are interested in yep 
yeah so that that's how you find it and mm-hmm. i think both of us shared about how to develop it in a sense mm-hmm. so yeah it's then you you're so so let's say now you have already found what you're interested in and how you can build upon it in a sense mm-hmm. so um let's continue with the politics example but, but i can also use um f- photography as another mm-hmm. to sort of supplement that so politics for example so I have an interest in politics. And for me, it's just a lot of it has to do with um, I would purposely take time, not not necessarily out of my schedule, because like before, let's say three months ago, I didn't really have a schedule. I just do whatever it's, it is presented to me mm. on a daily basis and what interests me at the moment. But even in that sense, even if you don't have a schedule, I would purposely go read um, things like... Uh, articles in the political section of major publications i'll um, read different books i watch house of cards Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why i got into politics i just started watching it and yeah just things like that oh i i also watch a lot of debates online about different political issues so people on the left and the right yeah they they a a lot of the a lot of the issues that did that they debate is also like I think we've you've talked about it in the think tank post, like things mm-hmm. like gender equality, gender identity, um, political correctness, um, yeah, or like mental health, like mm-hmm. things like that. Like those, they, these are just a few few examples of the debates I watch. So yeah, yeah, it's just about like the first step is about keeping in continuous interest. So for me, I find photography to be like an interest as well. And for me, how, how do you continue that? It's just you continuously take photographs, even though they may be sometimes not very satisfying or mm-hmm. the the photos that you took, you don't like, but but you still have to do it. It's, it, it, it just becomes a part of your routine, actually. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of a weird idea. So you have to break out of your routine to find something new. But once you find that thing that you like, you have to Determine reincorporate it back into your routine. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you you put it back in, and you sort of just do it over and over and and over again, and the next step is just like to, I wouldn't say it's like so much as to set a goal for yourself, but it's it's like you're you're supposed to systematically um, come up with a way to organize these things. Mm-hmm. So like for me personally, in terms of let's use photography for example. So like every single year. I'll submit um, some of my work to photo competitions mm-hmm. or I'll regular, I used to regularly post them on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and my own personal website. And even like until, until these days, how I manifest that it's like, I keep a collection of work. So I try to publish that or not, not publish that, but I try to compile like a series of photographs every single month. Mm-hmm. So that that keeps me going and that not only builds consistency but that also builds your own expertise mm-hmm. in a certain field yeah yeah so like in terms of filmmaking how do you how do you so you've talked about how you found that passion so yeah. how do you sustain it well you you go on and make film but uh compared to like photography i'd say filmmaking is harder to achieve mm-hmm. on a regular basis mm-hmm because it's, uh, it's a longer process, and so I, j- I don't get limited by just filmmaking. So I go exploring different areas of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So you have 
the visual side, cinematography. So I do uh, photography sometimes. Most of the times, I bring my camera to school. Yeah. I take a picture and I publish it sometime by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't become a work. It's just something I capture and post. Hey, this is what I saw today. And then, for in terms of story, well, I constantly have projects or story ideas I want to do mm-hmm. and so I either develop them or I work on some other yeah I've been working on projects with you yeah so like uh, a short film we've made a feature film that we're working on mm-hmm. and then like video stuff mm-hmm. and then with uh, case study yeah that's like an interview type mm-hmm. video and then think tank uh, opinion docs mm-hmm. that's also one of them and I also make um, talking what I ho- call talking heads videos on uh, on my personal account that reflects on the week and what has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And just in terms of finding stuff to film, it doesn't necessarily have to be good, Mm -hmm. but it tells a story. The most important part about a video is the story Mm -hmm. and how you present it. Mm -hmm. So once I have a simple objective, it can be me trying to make a peanut butter sandwich. That's an objective. And I just need to find a way to film it. I don't show all these videos to anyone but i repeat the process mm-hmm. and i think about how i would go about shooting these stuff mm-hmm. and so i start from planning to actual shooting and the editing and i just repeat that short process uh i'd say every month not every week every week's too tiring but i repeat that somewhere every month and in that process because every time i film something and it's beca- it looks cinematic and it's yeah. cool it's mm-hmm. fun brings me joy so i continue to do it and sometimes I'm just not inspired to do it, mm-hmm. but then I just pick up my camera and then film around stuff, try to find cool angles in my, uh, my room's pretty small. So I try to find different sit-ups in my room and how I can film my room in an interesting way. That's also interesting because normally uh, when you're on set, you don't have your ideal location. So you got to figure out to work with, n- with almost nothing or something not desirable and work in your advantage. So that's been a good practice. And also just, again, how you do stuff with what you don't have. And that's just been a challenge that's fun. And because it's video, you film stuff and then you it's more rewarding than photography, I think. Because you have a picture, you take, you color grade it, you finish it, then you publish it. But when you say you have an idea and you actually film it, you edit it, and then you have video. You have video to show someone and say, hey, I made this. It's pretty mm. cool. It's more rewarding. So that's been part of my routine. I would say it's routine. This is something I do. And mm-hmm. also, there's a lot of untapped regions of filmmaking. So I can just go on, maybe I'll watch a video or watch a movie and say, oh, that's a cool shot. Or that's a cool thing to try. Like uh, aspect ratios, mm-hmm. uh, color mixing, cinematography, and different techniques that I can try out. So I'm not limited by it. just make videos but it's testing out different stuff. And then once in a while, there's going to be a big project coming up. And that's how I've been doing with filmmaking. I see. Yeah. So then, yeah, I guess to come up with a general framework about how you should sustain that that inspiration mm-hmm. is about, you know, it's about doing it consistently yeah. and to purposely do it. Yeah, so... Well, that might be hard if, you, let's say, you're also struggling um, and with your academics, you're not doing so well in school, mm-hmm. or your life is busy. But yeah, I, I, I'd i say 
It's a um, worthwhile investment. Yes, yes. It's like even though you currently might not feel it's worthwhile, mm-hmm. but you but you should still do it. Yeah. It's kind of you have to accept it as like a dogma, as like mm-hmm. something that people tell you to do. Mm-hmm. But then later on, you'll find your own your own purpose in it. Yeah. So yeah, then I guess the next part of it is, is to talk about how that can benefit you, mm-hmm. um, and why why you should do it. So I think for me personally, so once I like. That um, I've been interested in politics. I've been doing photography. Mm-hmm. These things actually they naturally come back into, let's say, things like building my resume or a college mm-hmm. application, for example. Yeah. So yeah, like, um, because okay, so one one example I can give is like, if you when you apply to colleges, you have to write your own personal essays, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes a lot of people struggle with what they're going to write about, because mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of things what they have in mind is okay. How do I impress the admissions officer mm-hmm. while also you know staying true to myself and also you know trying to show that i can actually write and mm-hmm. trying to you know yeah it's like they have a lot of their they have a lot of concerns mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily know how to go about that but like for me writing that essay comes very naturally yeah because yeah as you also talked about in filmmaking it's because when you find a passion like when you first start out when you see a source of inspiration mm-hmm. it's something that speaks to you mm-hmm. and what you're what you're essentially doing is to tell people why that thing speaks to you so yeah. you're trying to speak to them as if the thing that's interesting you is speaking to you yeah so it's a very natural process so you me, actually lived yes not offending yes. people but you actually lived in your high school years exactly mm-hmm. e- exactly so um even just from a mental standpoint you mm-hmm. you automatically feel very inspired and motivated to talk about it so Mm -hmm. yeah for me in my college essays uh, a lot of my college essays i talk about photography Mm -hmm. and then and then i i personally say it 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 comes off quite well in Mm -hmm. in terms of um how that how that essay is balanced that 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 essay showcases a lot of my own personality Mm -hmm. because it's it's me who actually want to do it like it's not like oh you gotta do this orchestra do that sport sport yeah it's like it's my own personal reason so it's very easy to 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 explain that and it's also to um maintain that sense of authenticity Mm -hmm. it's and that also it's it's also because it's what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and and you want to be able to show like some of the progress that you have made and, and how you can show progress or how you can make progress in anything. It's just to, you know, like stick to it. You, you either do it through a routine or you just do it over and over again. You mm-hmm. do it consistently. Yeah. So that sense of consistency also um, yields to some sort of reward system. So like I've been able to, like for me personally, it's like I've won a few, uh, I've won a few awards mm-hmm. here and there in different categories. I've also um, been able to get, um, let's say, tap into other different fields, mm-hmm. like trying to make commercials, or I've been trying to go into video. Mm-hmm. Like I, at least I'm starting to know the realm of video making through that. So, through through photography. So that that this experience also. Um, yells to new results that i also put in my college essay so mm-hmm. it, in that sense it it tells people like what you're doing and yeah. like that package comes very naturally mm. yeah i think it's because you know why you're doing it yes yes and something i want to add because uh, i was talking to my friend the other day and then she said 
she was doing volunteer work and mm-hmm. I think it was like playing with kids or something. Yeah. 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 And then it, she said it's beneficial to your uh, college application, which I believe so. But when you're writing about it, how will you write about why you chose to do that stuff? Mm-hmm. I asked her why why she chose to do that stuff. And mm-hmm. then how do, how is that like a personal cause? Yeah. And again, why? It's asking mm-hmm. why you do why you do stuff, and she couldn't really give give me a good answer. I feel like most people that I know cannot. Yeah, so I feel like that's the important stuff. Um, knowing why you're doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't know why you're doing stuff, then try to find it. Yeah, because even if like if you're doing stuff that you don't enjoy, if you know why, then it's, I'd say it's not gonna be more enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be less enjoyable. True. You know why? I think in terms of if in terms of giving advice, like mm-hmm. here's one thing I'd say. Mm-hmm. It's like with whatever thing you're doing. So let's say um, you're doing your your academics, and you're mm-hmm. so let's say you're in an orchestra, for example, or you're let's say you're in a sports team, for example. Push yourself to the limit, even if you don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, okay, because one of the reasons why. I've actually found out about the fact that I I need to know why I'm doing something mm. is because things get hard. Things become very hard because mm. I think it was back in like 10th grade. Yeah. Or or maybe 9th grade even. Mm. So yeah, there was um we're in Strong's English class. So mm-hmm. that's obviously so in terms of academics that's very hard. I think I was managing about like four honors um subjects at the same mm. time while also trying to do KCMU and I think there was a couple of other other extracurricular activities going on, mm. so that's a very heavy workload. But mm. I but but I can't just give it up. Mm. It's like I, I know these are my responsibilities that mm. I, I have to I have to fulfill. So then you start to think like, how do you justify all of this hard work? Like, mm. why am I doing this? And once you start asking that question, so once you push yourself to the limit, mm. and once you realize, oh, like what I'm doing is not enough mentally, then you will automatically go search for a purpose of the things that you're doing, mm. and for the things that you don't find that meaningful, you'll have to give it up because yeah. your your life is so full of stuff already mm-hmm. that you can only keep the most meaningful of things. Mm. Yeah, so like that's one piece of advice that I find very helpful. Yeah, and um. Let's see. Okay, so branching off of that topic about how it's how it's beneficial for you, other than um, college essays or building a resume, mm-hmm. I'd say it's also it. We're we're going back to more a- abstract ideas again. It's about building your own perspective, yeah. and and I think it's important in terms of. So let's just say you're like writing an essay, or like you're in a class discussion, mm-hmm. and the teacher asks you, "Okay, so you've read this piece of work. What do you think?" What's your what's your take on it? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a, a lot of people I know they they can't really immediately re- respond to that question because mm-hmm. they're not very um, used to giving their own personal uh, 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 they're not used to giving their own pers- personal opinion or yeah. they just don't have a strong personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I like what when I was back in Kangchow, that's yeah. how I feel mm-hmm. for most people. They don't have a strong take on on most like things that still is a problem yeah mm-hmm. but so then how do you not how do you fix that like not having a strong take it's it's not necessarily a big problem 
But if we apply it to an academic setting, so let's say yeah, in, in a class discussion, if you have nothing to say, so let's say you're trying to write an essay, mm-hmm. if you don't have a good idea to talk about, then you're not going to be able to score well on that essay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so how do you find good ideas? It's about having your own perspective. And yeah. the, the, the fact that you can have a, your own perspective is through things like you find an as you find an inspiration and you try to stick to it and you, yeah. you and you try to build it. Mm-hmm. So once you have that thing, then you're because that thing comes from your own desires mm-hmm. then and that also reflects on your own perspective. Yeah. And that's how you build upon it. And well, of course that makes you a more opinionated person mm-hmm. like us. But I, I guess this also makes you a more complete person. Yeah, and it's a more complete person. Yes, in the sense that you're actually recognizing what you internally want. You're mm-hmm. you're f- 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 fulfilling a part of you that's not not, not only is it expected. Um, you're making the, yourself a three-dimensional yes, character. Yes, 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 yes. It's like you're doing something that's only expected by the public, but also you're doing something for yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, I don't know, I feel like that's the most uh, abstract, but the most important mm. lesson for anyone in yeah. high school to learn mm-hmm. or at least you know not necessarily in high school but just like when you're early stages up. of your yes, life yes yes like i feel like that's the most important lesson everyone mm-hmm. should be able to know yeah yeah um now now that i've talked about it i'm not sure if a lot of people will resonate with that or you mm-hmm. or they can actually understand what we're talking about here yeah but i just say just like keep these advice in mind and mm-hmm. i think at a certain point it will click through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that will reflect on itself. Yeah. And makes itself clear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if after that discussion, I think the, the the original topic, the original controversial clickbait topic <laughs> we're going to do is um, Kung Chao people are dumb. Yeah. I, I, I think we should change that to most people in Kung Chao that we know are uninitiated. Mm-hmm. They haven't found what they want to do. Yeah. So yeah, and... Well, in psychology, there was this notion about the human mind is a blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's being contended right now. Like some people are, are saying that's not true. But if, if we take that idea and then more, let's say, we apply it to like life and Kang Chao in, in general. I feel like most people coming into high school is a blank sheet of paper. They don't, they're told what to do. Mm. They know what they have to do, but they haven't, start writing something they haven't started writing things down in their mind yet and i feel like that's something that people should focus on and you know just like that um, process of development Mm -hmm. it's not going to be clear to you you won't be conscious of your own development Mm -hmm. you you can only see that after you've gone through the process like Mm -hmm. oh hey that's actually how i came about yeah so Another big part of it, I guess, like that also plays into the um, part of the advice is to constantly reflect on your own experience. Mm. So it it doesn't have to be like routinely, let's say, okay, okay, every Sunday I'm going to go reflect on the week. Not necessarily like that, Mm. but I personally see it in a more emotional sense. So let let's say when you're feeling overwhelmed or when, when you feel particularly happy when you feel particularly sad about something that's when you should reflect on your previous a, a experience mm-hmm. and through constantly yeah, yeah 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 so then it's kind of like a trial and error so you mm-hmm. see something that works and something that doesn't and you sort of 
um, navigate your way through it. And mm. eventually, once you're over with the journey and you look back at, and you look back at it and you see, oh, this entire process is a process of self exploration. I actually want to amend your amended topic to our mm-hmm. original topic. I feel like humans, uh, key students are not blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Linking back to our first episode, I think feel like they're a wall covered with sticky notes. Mm-hmm. Being told what to do, yeah. And their original self or what they are uh-huh. are covered by uh, the responsibility of high school brain, yeah. And what you're being told, mm-hmm. and so what you need to do is to find out what you, uh, like, how do you take off sticky note? Take off, yeah. Like, you, you, you just peel it. How off. do you peel it off? Yeah, you need to find something that peels it off and reveal your true self. I feel like it's in them. Again, it's uninitiated, yeah. So it's in them. But it's just been covered. So True. they need that time to rediscover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's not you're making nothing, something out of nothing. But it's you're you're trying to grab it out from like a quicksand. Mm-hmm. Just like save mm-hmm. it before it's gone forever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, like that process, that process of finding it or mm. ripping it off or i don't know it's just like you you have to consciously do something to remove the systemic barriers or mm. yeah to find what you want and i feel like that's the most important thing for people to do yeah w- with regards to their personal life 